Welcome to the Swingers Club, a social gathering for various golfers hosted by Joe, Matt and Sam. Ladies and gents, welcome back. This is episode 20 of the Swingers Club. How is it already 20 episodes? We're about to look back on last week's PGA Tour action. We're going to commit to picks for the coming week and answer the ultimate question. Can anybody get down to scratch? But before all that, who watched the Travellers' Championship, lads? Mm, I watched quite a bit of it, to be fair. Yeah, quite a lot. Very good. I have to I have to be honest, I didn't watch as much golf this weekend gone Jesus. than what I normally would. Wow, what happened to you, mate? Lose your eyesight? Um It was it's it was a small matter of the fact that I am actually off this week playing golf pretty much every day. Um and I mean I came very close to trying to get out with Sam on Sunday night. Um <laughs> But that was uh, even less. Honestly, there would have been murders in this house if I'd have uh, I'd have tagged along with Sam Sunday night. So yeah, it was kind of like a a kind of golf free ish. I kept my eye on it on my phone, but I'm uh, I'm man enough to admit that I watched the film with the wife on Sunday night. <laughs> you make, you've come. You sound so ashamed way. about that, but it's actually, mate. It's absolutely fine. <laughs> Trust me, it's fine. Um, she did let me pick though. Did let me what pick. did you pick? Um, Bag of Vans oh, well, I'm, I'm, like The greatest game uh, I've played <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, things up um, No, I can't remember oh, I can't remember on. Must have um, been good Get, get, get smart. smart Sounds terrible I think. Yeah, it does sound awful yeah. Let's, Let's move, move on, on What about that, you, Joe? Did you, watch, did you watch any of it? Oh, I didn't. I kept up to date on the phone, though, because I was getting quite excited because, you know, my man, Yakin Neiman, he was getting close. Um, and I thought I was going to get myself another another point on the picks, but we'll come back to that in a minute. As as the man who watched most of it, Sam, do you want to, do you want to recap the whole of it for us? The, yeah, OK. <laughs> uh, DJ won. Good for DJ. Got. Uh, Sam record he's got right, DJ. 30, is it 13 years in a row or something that he's won a PGA Tour yeah. event or something? I think I think it was either 12 or I think this was the 12th or it might have been if I, I, if I was going to put my house on it I'd say this was the 12th consecutive year yeah it's good um, I don't know, over 2021 20, I think only Tiger Woods has won more than him in that time period jeez which is yeah yeah crazy. that is really impressive to be fair mm, he got so oh, he got he got quite lucky down the stretch I'm not going to lie to you it was a bit of a. It was it was good to watch, but at the same time, it was a little bit. Mm, it weren't really. There weren't a lot going on. But anyway, DJ won. Let's talk about who won out of us lot. All right, so Matthew. back to picks. So, well, before we get the big bit over with, our guest Jack and Corey Connors was MC Hammer. Yep, as was mine. As was Jason Kokrak for you, Sam. Um, Oh, so it's down to the last day. I mean, Yaki Neiman, what was I? Two shots behind you, Yaki Neiman? was two shots behind Victor Hovland, which was Matt's pick. And... Yeah, I think, I think there was a text. There was a text from me to you, which basically said, like, uh, Neiman was teared off about, like, three o'clock in the afternoon or something. And then Victor Hovland was teared off about two hours later, and I was giving it large. But there was only two shots in yeah. it. Yeah. It was just quite a compact lead. Until... Ball. 
my Chilean friend shot like five over in the last round, wasn't he? Yeah, he did shit all over himself. Yeah. I must admit, whenever Joe's <laughs> whenever Joe's picks in contention, there does seem to be a little bit more play on picks on social media from the uh, swingers club accounts for whatever reason. That oh, be. I can't. That's can't, surely not true. That what that is? That is slander. <laughs> Votes. Votes uh, and polls, are you, are you trying votes to say? And, polls if... and quizzes and all sorts going on. Oh, mate, you could be are liable you... for that, honestly. That's not true. <laughs> are you trying to say, basically, that if Joe's pick misses the cut, we might as well put his yeah. face on the milk carton because Joe's <laughs> yeah, missing? <basically. laughs> uh, so I suppose um, the be-all and end-all is that is well done to Matt. Um, for picking Victor Hovland again, and yeah, as I got... said to you in the week, if you throw enough shit, eventually someone will stick, won't it? Mm. Because you keep picking him. Yes, but also he's finally inside the top fifty in the world, so Matt can stop picking him now. Yeah, he asked if That's if we could make this say. like a top forty thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, like he's basically he's like you know he's done what I needed him to do. He's got me my full. <laughs> he's done season. a job for you. Um, He's done a job, he's, and now he's inside the top 50. He's dead to me. Until he's it. back outside it. So that's Matt for everyone else, one, 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 one. So, yeah, you are well and yeah. truly winning that one, mate. Um, so, well done to you. Yep. Well done, Victor Hovland. But obviously, actually, well done, DJ Dustin Johnson, for winning the actual event. Um, Sam, have you heard of anyone else playing any good golf this week? Or... Mm, I suppose as he shouted me out last week for my rounds, uh, Matthew had a good round this week. Followed up my uh, my ten under last week with an eleven under this week. Was it Matt? Uh, yeah, eleven under. Yeah, I'd like to talk about it. <laughs> no, it's a level par round for Matthew. First time at par, so congratulations from yeah. us. Thanks. Not that much. I ever want to turn this into the Holbrook show or blow smoke up you any more than we need to, Matthew. But how long have you been playing golf? Uh, I've been playing golf for eight years, maybe nine years. I'd like to know how many people shoot level par in eight slash nine years of playing golf. That's quite impressive, isn't it? That's a question for Sam. You don't have to answer <laughs> that, <man. laughs> like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, actually, it's really, really good, too. Uh, no, I yeah, I think that is good to be fair, especially like once you're like a grown man and you start to play. It's yeah. not easy to get to a standard, is it, I think? And... Uh, no, a bit of a milestone. And par at Stone Market is 69 as well, so a little love number for Matt there. <laughs> yeah, a little sub, a sub, little sub 70. 70. Her favourite of mine, 69. Very good. Yep. Um, that, leads us, <laughs> that, that leads us quite nicely into our next topic. However, I just realised I dropped a bollock and we haven't done our picks for next week. Oh, OK. Oh, no, that... We didn't. So we just before we go into our next topic that that led us beautifully into, I'm going to yeah, break yeah. it up terribly and say that we need to get some picks in for next week. So where are we next week? Let me tell you. The Rocket Mortgage Classic. What For all name, your mortgage needs. What a name for a tournament that is. Um, anyone tell me what golf course that is on before I break it here? Oh, I've got absolutely no you should idea. Know this. It is Detroit Golf Club, Detroit. where, judging by the police sirens, Matt was recording from last week. So yes. I'm, I'm expecting you've got some inside knowledge. Who's going first with our picks, lads? I'm going to go first this week, actually, without any votes from anybody else, because you stole my pick last week. 
<laughs> I just got so so bitter. Some of this, yeah. Going um, I'm going for Brendan Todd this week. He, uh, I don't know. I just think he's he's like he's had a steady season. I think he's won twice already. And he's won something... twice already. Yeah, and he's like, if there's been something like ten sixty three or betters in the PGA Tour this year, and he's had like five of them or something, or four of them. Wow, good player. Did so. did did gas it a little bit this week, but hopefully he doesn't gas it as hard this week. That's impressive. Good numbers. Never heard of him. Anyway, um... <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I'll let you go next. Uh, I'm. Uh, I was actually. I was looking at the. Uh, I was looking at the result last year to see how Brendan Todd's got on, and I think the. Can uh... we give you some more time? Uh... No, you you you, this you is a new, this is come a back new to me. Brendan Todd. This is a two win in a season, Brendan Todd. This is not Yeah, no, I don't I don't I don't think he played in this event last year. I basically I was looking down and I wanted him to like shoot like seventy eight, seventy nine and miss the cut. Um and we just would have laughed at Sam's pick. Um but now that's over. I'm oh, you going, are going no, I was just about week. to go. You go. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back, mate. No, I'm back. Um my pick this week is going to be uh Beno Yun An. I think is how you properly I'm pronounce right it. Ben Am. Yeah, right, Ben Am. Um, he did a right round this. Uh, he did a right round this course last year, uh, and he's got a nice name and a nice face. <laughs> Jesus Christ! The reason for these picks to get worse and worse and worse. That's like one of my reasons, Matthew. You're normally a little yeah. bit more calculated. Oh, you know, he, he has been inside the top fifty. Um, he's just dropped outside the top fifty. Uh, he's a former winner at Wentworth. No, that'd be um, handy. He's Detroit, clearly got game. Well, Detroit, Wentworth, very similar courses. Um, I know nothing about this event. Nothing about Detroit. Um, but yeah, he played. He played well. Yeah, last year he had a, he had a, a bang average final round, and you know, literally just finished tied thirteenth. So, and I can't pick Victor Hovland. So. I'm not going to pick an American player, so yeah. So you get pick. prepared, everyone, for Ben Ann to get picked until he gets inside the top 50, because that's Matt's tactic. <laughs> um, right, do you, do you know what? I've just gone on the Detroit Golf Club website, and oh my God, it looks spectacular. Looks like Wentworth. It, well, it actually, not a million miles off, to be <laughs> honest. But the, the website's unreal. Anyone with a computer in front of them should check out the website. The hotel looks mustard. Might have to have a um, might have to have a swingers club outing. Are you hoping that someone from Detroit Golf mm. Club is listening to this? Yeah, and, you know, invite us over. Yeah, yeah, I am actually. To be fair, looks amazing. Um, anyway, back to me. I am obviously going with Adam Hadwin. Reason I'm going with Adam Hadwin is because. I went with Adam Hadwin earlier on in the season, and he obviously got me my first point at the players in the nine-hole challenge. And um, since then, what he's come—he's been coming hovering around the fence. But I always think he starts really well. And I'll tell you why I think that because when I'm checking on whatever pick I've just come up with, I always see his name start well and think, "Ah, oh, I should have gone Adam Hadwin again." And he obviously just falls off a little bit towards the end. But I've got a feeling around Detroit because I know it so well. He's going to hold on. A little bit better, so that's me, Adam Hadwin, to uh, finish highest from outside the top fifty this this week. Have you not basically just done what you've been giving me grip, jip, jip for doing? No, like, not really. It's only the second time I picked him. I had about six weeks off. You picked Victor Hovland almost every event. 
Nah, listen back to the podcast. I picked Victor Hoffman. Matt, we twice. know no one listens to these um, podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Especially I've just, yeah. I, I, I've just gone on to um I've just gone on to uh, Detroit Golf Club website. It has yeah, it's it's website, unreal. The website the is just pure, isn't it's it? It's like three D. Yeah, it's just yeah. pure video. Like they've got really great drone footage. <laughs> Guys, this is unreal material. <laughs> you, know, you wait until you go on it, so then is... you'll know what we're talking about. Anyway, did we have a guest pick? We did have a guest pick this week. Who's it from and, yeah. and who's it for? So we have a guest pick from uh, from Mel Davis, who is a fellow Golf Shake ambassador, golf nut, drives a train, loves trains, um, and his pick is Keegan Bradley. Okay, nice. He gave me no reasons. He gave me no reasons. Yeah, well, let's hope it talks for itself, that one then. I don't think that's a bad yeah. shout, to be fair. He looked good before lockdown, didn't he, Keegan Bradley? Yeah, he dropped off the face of the earth for a little while, didn't he? But he seems yeah, to be... Yeah, but this, uh... is, this has been his best best year in about five years so far. Yeah. So, I don't, yeah, I think that's a good shout. That's a, that's a competitive bunch of picks, that is. Come on, Adam Hadwin. Um, anyway, can we pretend that I got all this in the right order and we've just stopped talking about Matt shooting level par? And I've got a question for you all. And the question actually comes from a good friend of mine, Phil, who does um, give me a lot of questions, a lot of good idea, a lot of good ideas. But actually, this is the only one that's actually been any good. So he's basically <laughs> asked me. He said, "Why don't you? Why don't you ask the question to the lads? Can anyone get down to scratch? Can like so? He's basically saying, can anyone who starts playing golf? Is it possible for them to get down to scratch?" Oh, this is going to be interesting. Tough one, that. This is going to be interesting. Um, this is going to be interesting. I think because you guys obviously stand on driving ranges or in fields quite a lot. Of <laughs> people <listening>. stand in fields <laughs> like a couple of scarecrows. Yeah. Um, and you, you must, you must see some some swings that. I want to be careful with what I say. You must see some things that just think to yourself, like, this is going to be as good as it gets for certain people. Like, and maybe Sam, maybe Sam thought that the first time he saw me swing a golf club. I don't know. <laughs> That's what he said. You made me a believer. Um, yeah, basically. To be, to be fair, uh, I'm going to actually just disagree with you straight away. I don't think I've ever seen a golf swing that I didn't think I could make better. And if, if not a golf swing, I've definitely never seen a player that I didn't think I could make better. No, so I'm not saying that I'm not saying that you you couldn't you couldn't help. Like I, I believe that every person that ever comes to you guys for a lesson, you can help in some way, shape or form. But what I'm suggesting is that is is there is there a possibility that you can work with someone, you can get them better, but at some point you kind of you know, that's as you know, you, you might take someone from twenty eight to ten but at some point, maybe a little bit of natural ability might be lacking to an extent that's kind of, you know, getting to scratch is hard. Mm. That's what I'm trying to say. It's hard. Yeah, that, um, I mean, that is true. But I suppose we're talking, I mean, what's the stipulation, Jill? Like, I mean, we're talking yeah, like you exactly. can literally, are you having lessons every day? Are you playing every day? Like, do you, you know, Joe, I think are the you biggest... means stipulation, sorry to butt in, is like when you say anyone can get down to scratch... We've got to decide who is anyone first, because with the with it just being a broad, wide anyone, the answer is obviously no. 
like someone someone who is already right. 90 years old um got maybe like no arms and no legs you cannot get down to scratch so we need to like draw a line like what is anybody before we answer the question do you not think probably yeah i think i think anybody that plays junior golf can get down to scratch yes i would agree with that just because you got i the, would i would also the agree time or the, like the like when i first started for example i basically got a bit of a golf bug like one summer holiday so i played like every day pretty much for a summer holiday and then i was sort of it's so much easier to like kind of speed through the transitions of you know make I, I always say this to people i think golf is to be fair quite a miserable sport until you get to a certain point and then it becomes enjoyable no mm-hmm. agree no so, i don't know i think i think what, i found golf well, I, more I addictive think you need to... when i first started than than i did when i was playing full time yeah no but i think that there was a point where you, when you start golf, where you have to get over a hump, don't you? I think I think it's probably, you know, I, you see it with people, don't you? Where you know they go, they go to the driving range, and you know the odd air shot, the rest of it, blah blah. But you, and then you, you can't take that to a golf course and make it fun, can you? See, oh, I don't know. No, I think you can. I, I I think you can, right? But I also think it depends on what people want from their golf. If you've got somebody that's happy to play twice a month because they want to get out, see their mates, that's that's obviously fine. Like they'll still probably enjoy themselves and have a laugh. But I think you kind of go in, you, you kind of go in in certain. I I I I can kind of only base it on the journey that I've been on, and kind of every step that I've been on, I've had to work on something different, or I've had to look on something different, and I understand what. You're like it got to a point in me where I'd actually stopped enjoying my golf because I was trying so hard. Mm. I kind of forgot why I was doing it. Mm. You know, I forgot to have some fun while I was out there. Um, but I think I suppose, you know, again, when we're asking, can anybody do it? It also, you know, you need to have a person in the right frame of mind that, you know, wants to go and, and actually put a bit of effort in, put a bit of graft in. Because you can't do anything like you unless you're super naturally gifted and you pick it up and you can just play straight away. Like you've got to be prepared to commit some time and some effort into not just having a lesson, but you know the amount of I, I know I know people that will have a lesson, then they'll go back and see their pro in a month's time, and they'll say, "Well, I haven't been to the range. I've only played a couple of times." You know, I don't. You're not going to make that much progress, in my opinion. You guys might might tell me differently, but. Um, yeah, I know. I, I, mean. think I think I, this, this. I think. I mean, I use you as an example, God. To be fair, quite a lot to a lot of my students because you you're probably one of the few people who I coach who I'd give a bit of advice to, and then you'd come back six weeks later, and you might you might have even potentially overcorrected it because you've worked on it that hard. Mm. Whereas, more often than not, when when we'll, we'll do something in a lesson, there'll be a little bit of, and then you'll kind of get it going nicely in the lesson. And then the next time they come and see, there'd potentially be a little bit of backslide because I mean, people are busy. Not everybody puts the time in it that you do as well, which is, which is fair enough. You can't expect people to do that, but no. Um, 
I think we're getting a bit off topic here, maybe, but I think it's so. I think you you have to for 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 a person that starts golf at who works full time has a family to start and get to scratch. I mean, that is so so hard. I mean, there can't be hardly any any examples of that happening. Like, no. from 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 someone, it it you know obviously it took got down to scratch. Like, I think you actually so hard to sort of say how many like rounds of like good rounds of under par like under par rounds that is to get to that point. Yeah, and and that's and that's the thing, you know, like being a, being a scratch golfer isn't going out and shooting level par. Being a scratch golf is going out and shooting one, two, three under par to get you to that point. Um, I've, you know, in, in answer, in my opinion, to, to answer the original question, like I, I would actually say no. I don't think anybody can get to scratch, um, and I, and I use myself as an example of somebody that over the years my handicap has come down one or two shots, maybe three shots every single year consistently. I've never had a year where I've kind of finished and started on the same. It's always come down. But I generally believe that even playing off seven now and, you know, I've shot level par once and then, you know, I've gone out to that and shot 82, you know, or 84, whatever it was. You know, and that's because this is a bloody hard game. Mm. Um, You know, and, and I didn't start, I didn't start golf young. I've dedicated so much time. I would dread to think how many balls I've hit at driving ranges in the past seven, eight years. And the amount of time and effort that I've put into getting where I am now, you know, and I'm still so far off being a scratch golfer, in my opinion. Like, Matt, you know, do you think... Do, consistently, do you think you will get down to scratch? No. No? No, I, I don't think I'll get down to scratch uh, purely because I've never, ever been as consistent as what I think I would need to be off a tee with a driver in my hand. When I have a good day, I can hit it well uh, and I find a fairway. And from a fairway, I'd back myself. But I have days where I'm hitting, you know, four or five fairways in around the golf. It's always been a weakness of mine, always has been. And I'll go and have a lesson and I'll get it working. But like Sam says, I then kind of overcorrect it. Mm. Um. And then I start trying, and then I have to go back and have another lesson. To maybe I'm at a stage where I don't necessarily have lessons. Like Sam hit the nail on the head last time we was together. It was more like supervised practice. Um, and I walked away buzzing. And then I started, you know, after the lesson, I shot, you know, four four over, three over, level par. And you think, here we go. Like I finally got it. Scratch here I come. And then bang, golf slaps you in the face with a an 82 or an 84, 12, 13, 14, 15 over par, because that's what it does. It's, it's hard. Yeah. I don't think... Yeah, no, sorry, go on. No, I was going to say, I, I don't think, as I said, I don't think I can get to scratch. I think I can shoot low, but I don't think I can do it consistently enough to be a scratch golfer. So, Sam, were you about to... Yeah, so I was about, about to... today. So, say, say literally you... You won the lottery like today, say, and you can there. Therefore, money is no issue. Time is no real issue. You, or therefore, you have the time, you have the means. Do you think you could potentially then get down to scratch? Um, in in that scenario, 
I'd like to think that I could, but that's because that scenario would allow me to. Um, I actually think that if you've got the time and the resources to put into it, you can pretty much achieve anything you want. And if that's getting to scratch, then you can. What I will say is I do know of people that have tried kind of these novice to scratches or hackers to single figures or there's been so many of them over the years on social media, people that I've known through Goal Shake that have tried these kind of, I'm not working for a year, I'm having constant golf lessons throughout. Um, and none of them, and I mean this with the utmost respect to people that try that, none of them have ever got close to being, a, you know, to being a scratch golfer, let alone single figure golfer, some of them. Um, because I don't think people appreciate just how much time and effort you need to put into it. If it doesn't come naturally, and if you haven't been doing it, so, you know, in, in your, you guys' case, like I'd, if I think if I'd have picked up golf as young as you guys, then I possibly would have been able to. Um, but I was a late starter, and I know mm. how much time I've had to put into it to get it to where I am. So people that try and do it in a year, just just forget it. Like I, I almost kind of turn my nose up at them people. But okay, um, for, for, for me now, like if if that scenario allowed me to, then yes, I do believe that I could. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, but it doesn't. It, it's not something that comes. It's not something that comes naturally to me either. You know, like I don't. I don't go to the driving range through the winter, three, three, four times a week because I absolutely love bashing balls in the freezing cold. I do it because it doesn't come naturally to me, and I know if I don't hit balls for two weeks, it takes me a little while to kind of get back into the swing of things. All right, so. I'm going to ask exactly the same question, but to Sam. Sam, as someone who knows Matt's swing only second best to Matt himself, do you think Matt could get down to scratch? I think, yeah. I mean, I think if you gave if you gave him the only thing, the one thing that I would say about Matt is that he enjoys the practice, which mm. is genu- genuinely half the battle. Yeah. Um, so I, I genuinely think if you gave Matt like unrestricted means, unrestricted money, all the time in the world, good structure, good team. I Matt can get down to scratch, yeah. I, I think he could. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, and the point you make, Sam, which is the best point of all, is it is all predicated on on time spent, isn't it? It's all predicated on time spent. And we've all heard 10,000 hour rule, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's 10,000 hours to become elite at anything, whether it's golf, cricket, tennis, hockey, gardening, chess, whatever it is, 10,000 hours put in, you become elite. So it is, it's basically all down to that, surely. Like, you look at anybody. Has, has anyone read Bounce by Matthew Saeed? Uh, um, I think I've read some of it, yeah. I don't think I've so, finished it. It is that it is a brilliant, brilliant book. So I'd recommend anyone listening to read Bounce. It's absolutely fantastic. And basically, what he talks about is he kind of starts with there's no such thing as natural talent, like to kind of put it in a nutshell, and and uses examples like Tiger Woods and Serena Williams and how you know they they weren't born out the womb better at golf or tennis than than you or I or or. Dave from number 37 they just put in more hours than everyone else and that's how they become the best in the world and exactly the same with Mozart like Mozart was supposed to be the boy genius um you know he wasn't a genius he just put seven and a half thousand hours of practice in before his eighth birthday you know it'd be called child abuse nowadays but that obviously made him pretty phenomenal at 
at what he was. So basically, I put it all down to time. And I think, you know, apart from the kind of stipulation at the start, if you're able-bodied and of a age where you have the time, then it is all predicated on time and anybody can get down to scratch. Oh, I don't know if I believe that. It's a bold, it's a, it's a bold statement, and I understand, I understand what people say around the whole ten thousand hours. But golf is a different one, though, isn't it? It's ten thousand hours of what? Like I've done, I've, I've, I look back on the way I used to practice, and it was genuinely a waste of time. Like, how do you mean? How do you mean? What did you used to do? I was just like, just, just like a rake, like rake and hit, basically, just like one ball same shot do you know what I mean it's so like unstructured and just like whereas you need to I look at I reckon I could do what I could probably make a more productive session in 45 minutes than what I'd spend I I mean I'd be down there from like say 9 till 7 at night and I'd but so much of that is it's just like so much of that was just wasted time looking back on it. It was just like not really structured. It was kind of, I'm not going to say messing around because I think that's important as well. But I think kind of the way, the the way I used to, and it was so much more of it was like the aesthetics of my swing. Like this doesn't look right. This doesn't look right. This doesn't look right. Whereas there's certain, I think there's certain positions that help and I should have worked on. And, but you know, I think I would have worked we're getting a bit away from it now but I think like I would have definitely had a closer like team around me and I would have lent on them a lot more whereas I did try to do so much of it on my own Mm -hmm. and I fell down like little mini rabbit holes and it would just like affect my productivity over a period of time that's why I like you know with with people that I coach now like I always and quite often a lot of them don't I always say like just if you're struggling with something, just drop me a text or whatever. You know what I mean? That sort of thing. Whereas if you can get someone out of a little, a little hole that they just fall into, I think that can just be stuck. Like you say, that can, it sounds like, it sounds like Matt's like close to one now. Like he say he shot level par this week. He's had one or two bad rounds. So easy to like fall down something that's unproductive. And whereas, especially when you think about your own game, it's sometimes difficult to gain that, perspective of your own game whereas someone who's just watching from slightly away is kind of out of your brain and they're like no you just all you're doing is you know you've just done this you're overthinking this it's not as bad mm. Mm. that's that's all part of the process as well though right i i think like i've i've had a you know okay i say i've, I've had a couple of bad rounds but you know i've played 54 holes of golf over three different courses in two days that i'd never played before in mm. you know yesterday it was it was you know dirty weather in the morning and got soaked and you know actually am I being a bit harsh on myself have I really played bad you know I shot 14 over today I had like five double bogeys today you know all mainly from tee shots that weren't that bad but just run out of fairway for example or you know just rolled into heather or some gorse or something and again it's a course I'd never played before but that for me is part of the process of of kind of I, I walk away and I know that actually what I need he's maybe just need a bucket of 30 balls at the range with a driver. You know, two days ago, you know, I was getting really pulley with my irons and I was missing everything left. So because I've been through that process, I know that I need to go to a driving range and hit 30 balls with an eight iron to stop me from pulling it left. And it's, you know, 
there are some people that would get in that scenario and they'd just continue to struggle and continue to struggle and kind of not almost know what to do to get out of it. And that is that not all part of the process as well? A little bit, yeah. but I think some of it is sort of. I thought what I feel like we're we're going down a bit of a different. Path we here. digress professionally. Yeah, we? but it's good. It's good conversation though because I, I would is. hazard a guess that you know, eighty percent of our audience has either been through this, gone through this, or are going to go to. through this. Mm. Um, you know, and and at that time when you're going through that, you think to yourself. You know, is this is this what happens? Like, is this, yeah, you know, it probably happens to ninety five percent of people. Yeah, so I think what you're basically saying is that, like, part of the stipulation to can anyone be off scratch is that person needs to be strong mentally, and actually that that almost makes me change my argument from about three minutes ago because the the ten thousand hours thing is what kind of you could base the whole argument around. However. If that 10,000 hours are spent poorly. And I kind of meant that it was 10,000 decent hours because I think that's what the rule is. But if that 10,000 hours is used by someone who has like poor self-talk, low self-belief, then they probably still can't. Mm. Is that fair? I think I that's agree. fair. I agree. There's so many different like... I, I, think if, I think if someone who you... I'd be I'd be so interested to see what happened, right? If if you say, for example, someone started golf and they played golf every day with like an elite player, say it was off like plus two or three, but they played mm-hmm. played golf, played and practiced with this guy like every day, and that was their that was their introduction to golf. Had no lessons, just watched this guy, watched this guy, what he did, just not necessarily even asked advice or bothered him or just just but was just with him like i reckon that is the easiest way to get to get better if you're just like if you're just watching someone that's decent and you just pick up different things that they do i think you'll be surprised at how like perceptive a mind is oh totally if you just kind of pick stuff up and just start to like copy and and i think that yeah that's exactly what that's why obviously that's the that's, obviously, that's not really readily available. No, and I also think actually that's that's the element I think that comes from getting into golf as a junior. Like you think of you think of how, how quick kids pick stuff up. Mm. You know, mm. whether it's a whether it's a, a new computer game, whether it's a you know playing a sport, whether it's you know stuff that they're learning at school. Um, you know, kids kids have mm. just got minds like sponges, yeah, basically, yeah. and if if especially if they're if they've got that interest in something, you know, like if if you're if you're eight and you like golf, you will kind of make it your life at that age, and it's all you think about when you get old. And that's that's maybe, I'm, maybe I've got the mental age of an eight year old when it comes to golf, and that's maybe why I've been able to do what <laughs> I've done. But you know, it, it would that would it would kind of make sense to me because you know kids are so absorbent. Mm. And maybe, you know, that, that element of you don't get many professionals or people that get to scratch that pick it up when they're 25, 26. No, virtually no one. I don't reckon. I, I'd love to hear. I, I've actually, I'd actually put it to everyone out there if they actually know anybody who started above the age of 20 who's got the scratch. Mm. Um, I know someone who will. 
Go on. Um, so he's just one of my students. I mean, he when he started with me, um, he basically just started, um, took to it really quickly, had a few lessons before he joined a club, then joined a club, got his first handicap of 16, and in about four years, he's now off two or three. And he will get down to scratch because he hits it like a scratch and he, he shot like three, four under gross in the past. But he will almost definitely get down to scratch, just needs just needs another couple of years of qualifiers and comps and stuff like that. So in, in that scenario, is that mm-hmm. not somebody that's got a bit of natural ability? Because that, that to me, that's what I would class as natural ability. Because not everybody can pick up a, golf, a set of golf clubs and get their first handicap at 16 and a few years later be off two or three. It's more... I would say that he's got, or she, uh, has got natural ability. It's more... Do you know so he's what? not played as a junior at all, literally just picked a club up. He but... played a bit as a junior, but not to the point where you could have called him a golfer as a junior. Yeah, like see, I think that all counts, though. I genuinely do. It says, it's all experience. Like my, like my, one of my cousins, she's a girl, and, and she, like... It's got one of the nicest swings I've ever seen. She's like, she played for like a year when she was like eleven. Right. I'm like, and you put it down. And that's that. genuinely, and that's when you learn makes, fundamentals. Makes such a difference. I always think. Be like, you learn your fundamentals, don't you? At that point, a little, yeah. I don't know. Not if you not, not if you didn't like have any coaching or anything. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's. It, I think it's a tough one. I yeah. think I would almost, I would almost class this guy as a non-golf way starter just because the amount of time he'd had off. Mm. And I think it is more predicated on the time I mean, I'm, he spent. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying he's very impressed. Like that's one of the that is one of the only examples that I've ever read. So like that is that to me. To be fair, that is impressive. And that is one guy out of how many people have we come across in golf yeah. like from mm. in passing. But I do still do put it down to like the ten thousand hour rule because he he was I mean he was like in like intense like he had at least a lesson a fortnight which I don't even like to do with students but he he was kind of insistent and then he was in a situation where he kind of like worked away and there was a driving range local to where he stays so he was I reckon his practice was in terms of hours, pretty close to tour player hours practice. Because that's right. all that's all he had to do. Mm. And and he was he was good. Yeah, he, he, well he still is good. And I do believe he'll get down to scratch. Mm. Mm. Interesting. And to be fair, I thought that was an interesting point about the juniors as well earlier. Like I've 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 to be fair, I've got very like limited experience of coaching juniors. Like I've I literally coached two juniors now and they're the first two juniors I've ever coached. And, uh, like, even it's even like you say, like little things, like one of them's hitting like a massive slice of his drive. And I was like, well, just like something really simple. I was like, just lower the lower your right shoulder and tilt your left one up a little bit and feel like you re- like roll your wrists on it a little bit. Ordinarily, if you said that to like someone who'd been playing a long time and hitting a slice, I mean, it might maybe make five yards of difference. But he literally went from that one tip within two or three balls, he was in like a 10 yard draw. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? It's it's like it, you, it was a bit like, oh wow, he's got that quickly. Do you know what I mean? Whereas that's that's like a forty forty five minutes worth of work with at least, or or they probably wouldn't even get it. You know, if you go taking someone who's eight degrees, you know, out to in, and then you've all of a sudden you've you've made him pretty neutral or even a little bit inside to out. You know what I mean? It's you you don't really do that with 
with adults, do you, Joe? I don't think. Oh, yeah, but you can. I mean, not as not as easily. No, June, June's good because it's just not in like memory, five, though, not in like it? five balls. You know what I mean? That's. A I, long... I've had like even even like this week. Um, what would it be? Tuesday night, I had a guy that was like twelve degrees left club path. And I said, just try and swing it more to the right, and he zeroed it out in one swing. It's it's very individually based, and you are right. Like it gets, it is probably easier for someone that hasn't kind of ground it in as much. But some people can, some people can't. I've worked with other players that might start seven degrees left, and we've got to like kind of one two, and it's been a six month project, and they're good players. Mm. Every I think it's just such an individual thing. It's so tough. So what are we saying? Are we gonna we're we so, gonna so, put, so, we're gonna put a bow on this. What are we saying about what's? Oh, it's so hard. There's so many T's and C's that we need. To there's kind so of... many T's and C's. I think if you're able-bodied and time is like no factor and money. Oh God! So, so, so yeah. So we put this to you, Matt. So say you started what eight years ago, but say if golf was all you had to do for those eight years to now. What what point would you? Yeah, be? do you know what I mean? Question. Yeah, I no genuinely, work I, I to think, get in the way. I think you probably could do. I only really. I think, I think so. you probably could as well. I, I I think so. If I was to wrap this up, right, what I would say is, if you're looking at average Joe, um, not yeah, average me. Joe Cardin. Yeah, that is you. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh come on. Okay, if you're looking at average Dave. Um, <laughs> You know, and and by that, it's it's difficult because this this day and age, you kind of don't want to stereotype. But you know, you get to a certain age, you you work, family. You know, it's almost like you can't take that away. You can't if you stipulate and you say, right, all it is is golf, nothing else, no money. Money's not an issue. Time's not an issue. Then yes, but if you're being realistic, I'm saying no. I'm saying it's possible, but I don't think you can. That's how okay. I'm going to draw a line under it for myself. Like, I, I would, I would look at myself as an example, and I don't think I can because I don't think I can de- dedicate that time that I would need to. Even though I dedicate enough time, I don't think I could dedicate enough. But if you could, but that's the that's the point, Sam's mate. If you, if you could, all right. So let's let's ask the question in a slightly different way. And I know I know we're going on a little bit, and we need to wrap this up. But let's ask the question in a slightly different way. Starting from now, Matt, you're off seven. Um, you've got five years now and your boss is going to give you five years off work on double wages so you can buy as many lessons as you need. You can do as much, you can play as many places as you need. Can you get down to scratch in that five years? Oh, in, in that scenario, yes, without a shadow of a doubt. Okay. So that, in that, fact, in fact, I would answer, say yes? if, 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 that, if, if that was a scenario, I, I actually think that I would do it in half that time. Okay, I, I didn't know how far he was going to go. If that was a scenario, I think I'd be on tour. <laughs> That's what I thought was coming. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. That's that. That would be my answer to that to that scenario. But it's it's so subjective, isn't it? Like we could sit here and throw scenarios at each other until until yeah. tomorrow morning. Mm. It's almost too subjective a question, isn't it? But I think yeah. If you if you wanted to like just throw a blanket over it, I think the answer is yes. Anybody can get down to scratch. Believe, believe it. Believe, believe it. Mm. What, what, hold on a second. That's what. That's kind of like one and a half. Sam, what are you saying? I'm just. I just sort of daydreaming. Then just sort of thinking like of my sort of journey to scratch. Like what I would say, for example, if I 
started golf as a working man, like I was just thinking, would I ever? Like, what would I? Do you know what I mean? It's so hard because obviously I don't really know. Um, and it's also I'm getting to the point now where obviously I'm sort of practicing a little bit less than I was, and like, is my like my? It's probably too soon to say because like my golf's not really got any worse. You know what I mean? So it's one of those where like over time I think once I start to coach more maybe play less it'd be interesting to see what that does to my golf but at the same time that sort of but then I'm sort I'm sort of trying to imply that back to when I first started and what if obstacles that could have been in the way for me to potentially get to scratch you know what I mean like, <laughs> hold on a minute you've just lost me so much you're, you're, you've I'm just taken us into your daydream about yeah no life. so I'm just thinking could I, I, I basically what I'm saying is I'm just daydreaming of my own in my own mind thinking would I have got been able to get to scratch if I started when I was like 18 okay. 20 all right uh and then obviously I don't know do I because I didn't do it that way but <laughs> <You don't. laughs> It's so late. what? It's late. So what, what's your it's late, boys. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I reckon I probably could, but there's. I'm not. I mean, I'm basing that on absolutely nothing because I don't know. Um, I don't. I, I genuinely don't. If, if people have got to work, and you know, I don't think anybody. There's not, obviously nobody. Not everybody can get to scratch if they start when they're like 18 and they've got work and all that. But I think, I think if people start when they're 18 or able enough to get a good move, because that muscle just it, it will stay there. I think like if you if you get a decent swing ingrained, like you see some of the old boys now who were like 80 odd, but they had a good swing and they were good when they were younger, still swing mm. absolutely beautifully. Yeah. So I think if if a lot of it's age. I think I think if you're starting above like forty, you've 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 you're really going to struggle. Um, but I think if you start if you start in the, your mid early twenties, I think you can get down to scratch. Yeah, if with with, I think the stars have got a, a, a line in a certain yeah. way. But yeah, that that's that's probably. I don't I don't nice I don't want to be the, I don't want to be the guy that stands on a podcast and say not everybody that can get to scratch because I genuinely think if you do the right things with the right people i think anybody could do it there you go that's like the longest answer ever i should have just said that well, can, we cut that? can we cut that two can we cut that two minute drivel there two, two minutes i don't think there's enough room on the cloud to put it all um no but but in a nutshell i agree with you all right that's better that's shorter a bit more concise yeah. There you go. I, do, do you know, I do. I do find it interesting that the two guys that are now charging people for lessons are basically telling everybody that they can get to scratch as long as they work hard and have lessons. And the one, <laughs> and the one guy that's the one guy that's dedicated like a quarter of his life to playing golf. You're sitting there saying, "No, I don't think you can." <laughs> uh, I still, I still think you can. I was pretty, I was yeah. pretty clear on it early doors. I think anybody can, providing there's no kind of like circumstance. Like major circumstance, like I say, like you know, I was being silly earlier with no arms, no legs thing, but you ain't getting down to scratch if that's you, sadly. And if you're kind of past a certain age, I don't want to say a number, but that's not you either. But if you are of a decent age, you're fit, I think you can. Mm. There you go. But what do the what do the listeners think? That's yeah, what I am okay. really intrigued to find out. So I'm gonna make a plea to the listeners to let us know what you think can anybody get down to scratch 
And are we are we wrong in our assessment that you kind of can but kind of can't? You've summed that up lovely. Beautifully. And before <laughs> before we go, has anyone else got anything they want to say? No, I think that's it. I think I've said enough. Yeah, I think you've said enough. I think my words my <laughs> my word counts run out. <laughs> Uh, and anyway so it's mine now and so is yours Matthew Uh, ladies and gentlemen thank you ever so much for listening and we can't wait to speak to you next week take care